Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we try and make some sense of the things we love about photography and some of the things we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, what are we talking about? So today we're going to have a quick chat about what you can do to get back into photography after you've had a little bit of a break, maybe for mental health, maybe just because you've taken another job or, you know, you've had family. Yes. There's yep. lots of different reasons why people take breaks from photography. It's a challenge for people to when they have been like maybe doing photography mm. for a period of time and they stop doing it. Mm-hmm. It's easy to lose your kind of confidence, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. That can be a big part of your reluctance to get back into it because, you know, there's lots of contributing factors to, as to, I guess, your reluctance to do it. And yep. one of them is technology changes. Well, that's right. See, some I know some people like they yeah. they did a career in photography back in the film days yep. and then went into another career and then now pivoted back and want to get back into photography but yeah you know, obviously digital age yeah so the technology's changed so for some people it's quite a big kind of leap to get even mm. though like they're confident photographers but they mm. just don't know the technology yeah and also if you have a have a think about you know the photographic styles from the 90s yes you can still adapt but it's very different you know things the market's changed people's I guess expectations on photography have completely changed. I know that the weddings that I shot in the 90s would never be accepted by the modern people wanting to purchase my yes. services these days. So it, so there's a, there'll be a little bit of learning and that yep. could be associated with like a lack of confidence. And there's a few other things that may have changed like around, I guess, workflow and, you know, our systems are very different, our advertising Techniques are very different to what they were well, in the Well, social 90s. media. Social media. Big yep. part of it now. Yeah, we, we very rarely use advertising via magazines or letterbox drops like yep. we used to back back in those days or, Well, people, you know. might, people might have actually had an ad in the Yellow Pages. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. You know <laughs> I remember mean? considering putting an ad in the Yellow Pages years Well, ago. I think, didn't you work for Glamour Shots at some stage? I did. I worked for a company called Star Shots for Star a Shots, that's yeah, it. Yeah, and they definitely had ads in the they Yellow Pages. They definitely had ads in the Yellow Pages and, yeah. that's, and that's how they used to get I suppose a lot of their business was people would would think about, oh, I need to get some photos for my, yeah, my daughter yeah. or something or yep. someone and they'd go and look up the yellow pages and look up photographers and then mm. whoever had the biggest ad, oh, they must be good. Like, yeah, we had game. huge ads back in the day and we'd even put them in the newspaper, yes. I remember. Like, yes. Were, yeah, often in the newspapers. I don't know if there was any local rags that we used to advertise in those days. But, but definitely yeah. the mainstream stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we used to do pamphlets and the likes in the shopping centres. Yes. And I guess people still use those forms of advertising. So, yeah. But it has, it has changed a little bit. And I it think, has. And I think, look, the, the way uh, photography is consumed has changed. Like back in those days too that people were providing prints or albums. Mm. These mm. days it's quite often you're just providing digital files mm. that the person will go off and either mm. use them digitally on a computer mm-hmm. or iPad or mm-hmm. They'll go and get some prints done from those files. And that's a really good point as well. If you you think back to the film days when you used to photograph, so hypothetically if I had given up photography in the film days, which I, to be honest I did, I've, I've stepped away yep. a number of times throughout my career. And initially it was in the film days because digital photography came out in my mind. I was like, this isn't going to last. Yeah. What, what's kind this, of overtook. What's this, what's this new yeah. fang-dangled <laughs> yeah. kid on the block? But I kind of – I had to relearn – I guess a film processing 
technique, which was the digital editing, and I call it, you yes. know, the digital darkroom. That's how I associated with it to begin with. Yep. So there was a lot of learning that I ha- I needed to hence, remain hence, relevant. Hence one of the most popular post-production editing tools is called Lightroom because mm. you're actually doing it in the light. In the old days, you're doing it in the darkroom. Darkroom, room. yeah, exactly. Oh, so. I remember learning Photoshop at university. Yep. God, and, and also high school in the uh, like the late 90s. Yes. Gosh, I'm sounding really old now. But yeah, like, like it was Photoshop. It didn't even have a number on it back then. It was just, just very basic Photoshop. And I yep. just remember thinking, well, what are we going to do with this when we've got film that we use and we had to scan every image to get it in there and digitally enhance it? I, I just didn't understand the benefit or the value. No, it's kind of, yeah. It's yeah. It's so strange. If, if we're also talking about the steps that you would take to get back into photography, what what would what would you suggest that people do if they are considering coming back after having a bit of a sabbatical? I, I think that one of the big things is to try and reach out to people and maybe look for if there's groups or forums or someone mm-hmm. you can get involved to start asking some questions. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of different groups and that out there where people congregate together and you can actually ask mm. of it and just say, you mm-hmm. know, I want to get back in. I'm trying to understand how the market's changed or how mm. I, how mm. how do I price it? You mm-hmm. know, back in the day I knew what I was doing because I was selling, you know, an album. So mm. my package included, you know, 30 prints for this mm. vinyl, 50 prints for this vinyl, mm. whatever. Mm. And back in the day too, I know talking to some, I suppose, film photographers, they'd always shoot differently. If they were shooting for an album, Yeah, they'd shoot different content. Mm-hmm. So it would actually flow the storyline would flow, mm-hmm. and then obviously if, if the the couple didn't want an album, they just wanted images from the day. Then obviously mm. they shoot to to cater for that. Yeah, and I guess we've got a little bit more freedom and flexibility these days because of digital photography. We're not limited by the amount of rolls of film we've no, got. No, that's right. You can take as many images yeah, as you yeah. need. Yeah, so we shoot very differently. So I guess maybe that is something to consider if if your sabbatical has been in like a period of time where technology has changed. Yep. So I think I think the biggest hurdle for people to to overcome is is getting back on in the saddle and mm. and actually start shooting. And I think mm. one one of the things you could do is obviously get out and, and start just shoot mm. stuff for yourself. Mm. Just practice. Just get out there and get comfortable with using the gear again. Mm-hmm. Understanding how because digital you know stuff and light you know light light is light, but mm-hmm. digital cameras because of the dynamic range and different things. Yeah. You know, Capabilities are, are crazy in well, comparison that's it. So, to film, aren't they? So there's there's different rules. That there's, yeah. there's things now you can do that you couldn't do on film. Yeah, you've got a little bit more of a variant, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you've got to kind of re-educate yourself in that area. But mm. I think that that's the greatest challenge is, that, is the mind game to get yourself back in that space. Yeah. And, I mean, there's, there's got to be obviously a reason that you've decided if you are getting back into photography, there's mm. something's happening. You've decided, okay, I want to go back and mm. start shooting. Mm. But then again, if you specialise, mm-hmm. sometimes maybe look at being, you know, start off specialising in an area or, you know what I mean, just trying to find something that you can sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah. And I guess maybe our business processes may have also changed over time. Yep. So I'd almost encourage people to do a, you know, a mini business course if they are getting back into it on a professional level and they're wanting to create a business yes yeah and set up some really really great workflows from the get-go because i know one of my biggest mistakes coming back into it was just getting getting off and going and not really having a succinct 
workflow in place and yeah. I paid for it quite some time later. You yeah. know, I had to kind of go two steps backwards before I could go forward, forward. Yep. which wasn't a bad thing. I could look at it with fresh eyes. I could look at it with a different perspective and um, a kind of a different goal set. So it was, yeah, really good. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Terry, I suppose, yeah, look, you've really got to find ways to you know, get yourself back in the confidence zone as well. Mm. Like just whether or not, I mean, it might even be worthwhile actually going doing some little short courses or something. Yeah, that's a really good point actually. And especially if you're unfamiliar with some of the technology that people have been using that you feel could advance where you're at, doing some short courses on maybe some, uh, you know, you've got Photoshop, you've got you've got anything from storytelling. Um, you've also got great resources on YouTube. We've done a few Yes. We've done a really good, um, in the past, we did a clip on the University of YouTube Tube, and we yes. kind of discussed the resources that are available for educational purposes out there in the world. So you've got Skillshare, you've got YouTube, you've got masterclasses, so many other great facilities around, even just listening to podcasts to get an idea of what's been happening, happening. or yep. what to... might excite you when you're coming back into photography. Yep. So I think so, that's so, really important. Look, and some people might have had a short st- stint, like where they've only just like maybe hasn't haven't shot for a year mm. but still a lot changes in a year but yeah the the challenge like i said is for people to like if something you haven't done it for a while you do mm. lose your kind of nerve yeah i remember back when i in the most recent makes it sound like i've done it quite a few times but to be honest i have i've kind of stepped away i guess maybe three times in my career and taken a bit of a break and yep. the last one that i did take it did take a really huge toll on my confidence and it took me several years to get back to a place where i felt you know, kind of okay. And I guess I'm still really trying to recover from that process. You know, yep. you do take a bit of a bat on your confidence. You take a bit of a hit. Yes. And, you know, building my confidence up was about creating a new or getting in touch with a new community that was really supportive rather than something that was quite a toxic environment that I felt that I'd left behind. Yep. So those kinds of things are really quite detrimental to going forward with your career because you do want to be surrounded by people that lift you up. Exactly. Well, the old thing is, yeah, I mean, if you kind of get the people, positive people, they will, will lift you up. Mm, mm. I mean, the other, the other thing too, someone who may be out of, been out of photography a little while and wants to try and get back in, maybe reach out to a photographer who's already working in that field yeah. and see if you could just come along and assist. Yeah, and also consider maybe take, getting a mentor, yes. getting a coach, getting yeah. someone who can, can, like, not that you can just assist with, but someone who can give you a bit of guidance into yes business-related things or how to interact with clients or, yep. you know, because our demographics have completely changed, the ones that we interact with. I even noticed over the last 10 years, the people that we're dealing with now, especially in wedding photography, there's a very different set of, set of uh, I guess, goals that these couples have that they want to achieve. You know, it's about finding those people that align with your values and your business values to the ones that are going to be your clients. And that that's something that people would really kind of resonate with, yep. finding your ideal client. So a lot of exploration needs to happen before you can feel like you're ready to roll. Yes. I mean, the other, the other option too is to go out and like you know, find someone, but then maybe just go as a second shooter. Mm-hmm. So you can just kind of watch the lead person and get a feel for what's happening, mm. kind of then you, the pressure's off you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have a second shooter, do you – how much – how much direction do you give them? Do you basically say, this is what I want you to capture? Do you kind of give them a, a brief on what to do? Or I think it all really depends on who your second shooter is. I 
have taken on only people with experience and please don't let that deter anyone out there that that's wanting to do second shooting. My reasons for doing that is because I've found in the past when I take on someone who doesn't have a similar level of experience to myself, I can be distracted. Yes, yep. So maybe it could be about you've booked a job as someone who wants to get back into photography and maybe you hire someone with a bit more experience to be your second shooter so they can just give you a bit of a hand, a bit of a push along or give you some advice. So you're almost hiring them to come along and give you a little bit of a critique as you're going. Yep. Be mindful of that though because it once again, it can be really important to look after your own confidence levels. Yes, yeah. When it comes to things like that and like as you suggested, maybe find someone that you can just sit back and just observe. That's a good option as well. So maybe you're just going to go and hold their bags and not actually take any photographs. So you're just going to watch what they're doing. Just just be an observer, just to see the process. Yeah, but also, you know, you've got facilities like YouTube, as we mentioned before, where you can watch people doing photo shoots. There's quite a few photographers that I follow and I watch their photo shoots to get ideas on how they interact with their clients, what sort of instruction are they giving, giving them. Even simple things like the language that they use when they're encouraging people to to move in particular ways can be quite important. So yes. what kind of tools are you using to to help people get comfortable as a subject or as your client? Would you say now that clients are actually more will have a better idea what they want out of a photographer these days? I want to say yes. Yeah. And only because of social media and how we use yep. our so phones which, as which, which could actually be useful for someone coming back in again because Absolutely. if the client can communicate to them what they're actually yeah. trying to achieve. And once again, being mindful of, of keeping that control as a photographer and as the expert in your field. So just be really careful about giving them too much control yep. over what you're doing. You don't want them to think in any way, shape or form that you don't know what you're doing. Yes, yeah. But by all means, ask them what their objectives are, what their end goal is or what they want to achieve out of their photo shoots. And that can give you some real indicators of of how to kind of uh, navigate through that. Yep. And I think the, the, the thing about it is that there might be people too who are doing the opposite. They're actually yeah. They're actually thinking about actually putting the camera down for a period, like yeah. they need to walk away. Yeah. So I suppose the, it, one of the things that might help you make that decision that might be time to put the camera down is to know yeah. that there is a there is a pathway back. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? absolutely okay to take a break. Yes. I, th- I think it look as important. It's like anything you do in life, you always have the chance of burning yourself out. Yes, yes. So yeah, absolutely when, when, you do, when you do something over and over and over again, yeah. You can get to a point where, like I said, you just need mm. space. Mm. You just need to break away from it. Mm. I always do with any anything I'm doing where you, you get to a point where it becomes challenging, mm. the best thing to do is, is, is give it space. Yeah, absolutely Walk. right. And I think we also need to be mindful of those things. We do need to give ourselves that time to recover between jobs. We need to not take on too much work so we don't burn out and we're at fear of, of losing the joy that we have for what yep. we're doing. Well, the the fact too, if you do get burnt out, the joy and the joy starts to go. Yeah. Then it really shows in the work. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you, if you start, if it starts becoming like a production line where you're making hamburgers and it's just, you know, the bun, the meat, the sauce. The, You've really lost your purpose, haven't you? Yeah, and you're just yeah. going over and you go and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. You're not creating something different. Yeah. So that's like yeah. you you've just now just 
cookie cutter and yeah. same thing out the door. And sometimes you need to just take a few steps back. It might not be in giving up completely. It might be just taking a little bit less work, taking some time to remind yourself of what your purpose is, what well, your why are. Well, there might, there might be a compromise for people who are at that point where they're thinking of just kind of stepping forward that maybe they can go like, yeah, turn, the, turn I suppose, the workload mm. back mm. and basically only work, nominate you're going to do one day a week photography mm-hmm. and the other day a week you pursue something different. Yeah. So you still keep your kind of hand in. Yeah, yeah. And there's also no harm as well in going part-time. If you decide that you just want to work three days a week or two days a week and those other days you well, can... Well, a lot of photographers, that's how they got into photography. Absolutely. So they, Absolutely. they had another gig. So, And then basically they built their skills and mm-hmm. they built their client base and they built all that up and then mm-hmm. eventually they got to a point where they were now able to go full-time mm. photography and that's definitely how I started I had a full-time job I worked Monday to Friday yep and slowly bought my bought my business up over time but it, it, to be honest with you that was a really exhausting process as well like I realized that if I didn't resign from my nine-to-five job I was already at burnout point before yep. I even got to the point of taking on photography full-time so that was really quite dangerous yes and um you know, if I hadn't given up my full-time job, I would never have been able to pursue it the way that I have. Yep. And I did, you know, I, and I guess that's part of the reason why I did take a break because I did burn out several yes. times. Yes. I took on too much work. I listened to too many people telling me that I should pump work out, I should work harder, I should work more, I should take on more jobs. Yep. The only person you should listen to is yourself. Exactly. And I think that's, you've got to have faith in yourself. So you've got yeah. to really back yourself. That's right. And if, if you're... If you're thinking it's time to have a break, take a break. Take man. a break. Go sit at the beach for a few days yeah, or a few the, weeks or a know, few months. And I think that that's the thing. You hit the nail on the head. A lot of people will give you unsolicited, unwanted advice mm-hmm. in your career path sometimes, particularly yeah. photographers. Oh, you should be, you know, you should be doing this. And, and you won't just get it from photographers. You'll get it from your friends. You'll get it from your peers. You'll yeah. get it from other people that, that aren't living your life. Yes. And I think what you say, look, yes, that's great. Thank you. But that, that may work for other people. That doesn't work for me. Mm. I think you need to, to identify that. And I know that you went for a process there where you had to learn to say no to stuff. Yeah. Because you were just kind of agreeing with everything. Yeah, and the pressure for me to say yes to things was put on onto me from other people's expectations. It was like, yeah, but if you say no, you're going to miss this opportunity. Yeah. What, the opportunity to burn out? The opportunity to hate what I'm doing faster than I already am beginning to? Yes, yeah. You know, and I think it's really important, especially when you're not just a creative, but when you're a creative that works to serve other people in such an emotional way. It's really important that you can be your best self every time you turn up with a camera and you turn up to show them what their their day is in regards to like wedding photography or an event. You yep. need to be really switched on. You need to be really clear-headed. Yes. You can't – we all have bad days, but it's really important to, you to limit those as much as possible because we give so much of ourselves when we go and photograph. Yep. So it, yeah. So, so you really got to have your game face on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not in a game face like I'm going to put my problems aside for five minutes. Yes, sometimes that is what needs to happen. Yep. But I think it's also really important that, that you feel good while you're doing what you love. Well, I always reckon the mark of when you know when it's time to give something up is when you and you struggle to get out of bed. Yeah. When, when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and, you, and you just lie there and go, oh, jeez. I have to get up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the 
that's the tipping point where you got to mm. start, start saying to yourself, well, something's not working because you're not wanting to participate in this, yeah. you know, in this venture or, or yeah. career or whatever. That's a good time then to basically then start taking stock and saying, okay, I need to change direction. Yeah, yeah, or just have a conversation with yourself. And, and I, you know, I, I had a great chat with someone a few weeks ago and they really flipped the narrative for myself. You know, it was um, I had quite a negative attitude about something and, and they just stopped me and they said, well, just tell me the good things that you do, like that you have experience with this. And it was a really good learning. Yes. Yep. You know, I'm 42 but I'm still learning every day how to have a better life. Yes. Oh, we all are. Look, I mean, this life doesn't come with a with a instruction manual. manual. Yeah, gosh, it'd be so great if it did. It is. I, and that goes with your photography career, whether it's a hobby or whether it's it's something that you're making a living from, your parameters are always going to be changing. Yep. I think we, we talked in a previous episode about setting shaming where people would set mm. shame people because, oh, you should be using raw, you should be using this, you mm. should be using that. Mm. And shame. But I think the thing is what you've got to be careful too that sometimes people will go, oh, you should be out shooting more. Mm. But if it's not working for you, then, again, it's it's don't, I know it's hard to cut. Sometimes it's hard to put other people's, you know, shut their voices out because yeah. they're kind of – and some people, I don't know what it is, some people just want – I mean, it's misguided help. They think yeah. they're helping. Yeah. But they're actually not. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you've got to understand that agree, some people yeah. some people will try and give you advice that you don't necessarily need. Mm. So you've got to, like you said, have that conversation with yourself and work out yeah. what's working for you Yeah. and what makes you comfortable yep. and – then try and work out, you know, the way yeah. forward. And understand that these people mean no malice no, they're at just, all. Like they're said, just coming from a good place. It's coming from a place of, of caring and nurturing and love. Yeah. But you don't always have to take that on board. No, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So we've been talking about um, getting back on the horse, so to speak, that you you know, people who've dropped out of photography for whatever reason or people who are thinking of dropping out for a period, mm. that, you know, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. If that's a, something you want to step back into photography, there is pathways to do that. Yeah. And I think you've got to think about it as, as sometimes it's just going to be as simple as the way you started off in photography. Yeah. It's baby steps. It's so true. Baby steps back into it. That's right. Don't come in. Don't think you've got to come in at the level that you were you left at. Yep. You know, if you were at the level where you, you were shooting, like every weekend you were shooting a wedding, you were doing two family shoots for the week. Mm. You're doing, mm. a, you know, an odd, um, you know, mm. maternity shoot or something, mm -hmm. and you were kind of pumping through the thing. You don't have to step back in. No, you might step back in and start doing a like a wedding a month. Yeah, booking yeah. a wedding a month and then yeah, booking the odd portrait shoot here and there and that type of stuff. So. And it's kind of like it's like your physical fitness. You know, if you haven't worked out or exercised, yeah. Well, how, do, for... how do you get fit? It takes you don't, time. You, 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 you don't go to the gym and do 5,000 sit-ups straight away. It'd be nice. I'd have a six-pack by now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go and start the process and you start building up yeah. and getting your stamina up and you start building back up to get your fitness back up. And it's the same up. with anything else that you haven't done for a while. You exactly. need to just take those training wheels on for a little while. You just got to do baby steps yep. and, like I said, just slowly ease yourself back yeah. into it. Terry, yep. always great to chat. Yeah, sorry, I had a big chat that time, didn't I? No, no, that's all good. <laughs> when you need to have a chat, you need to have a chat. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So we love listening to people's feedback on the podcast. We love mm. people to kind of keep up to date with what we're doing mm. by following us on 
the various different social media platforms. So jump mm-hmm. in and have a look. Terry and myself are on there. You'll see all the details in the show notes. Terry, until next time. Thanks for the catch-up. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this edition of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did so, leave us a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a future show, drop that in the comments as well. And just remember, the next photo you take could be your best yet. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.